Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. It's been actually a bit, but we're, we're, all, we're back together. Here we go. Week four, NFL. We got some, uh, we got some NFL action. We're going to go through all the games that happened today and tell you what we think and I don't know. There's some good stuff, bad stuff. I don't know about the football season this year, to be honest with you. Um, it's been interesting. But we'll start out. Let's start with the London game right away this morning, 9.30 a.m. on the East Coast, 6.30 if you're on the West Coast. Vikings win 28-25. The Saints field goal doesn't go through at the end there. That could have brought it to overtime. Kirk Cousins, he had an okay game. 273 touchdown and a pick. The one touchdown went to um, Alexander Madison, actually, one for 15. Uh, big day for Justin Jefferson. He needed that after he had awesome week one, weeks two and three didn't really show up. Gets 10 for 147 and a rushing touchdown in this one. So it's a big day. And then Dalvin Cook, he gets all the work with 20 carries, but he only turned it into 76 yards. But hey, the volume's there, right? And Adam Thielen, eight for 72. Thielen's had a couple solid weeks, actually. You know, he was completely written off. I mean, it's not like in PPR, it's a little better than standard here, but. You know, it's it's he's still involved. Obviously, he's not just disappearing like people thought last week. He was in double digits scoring. So, there we go. There's the Vikings. I mean, that's pretty much just what they do. I would say. There's you yeah, they you know they're probably <laughs> they they've won. Uh, I'll give them that. They've won. Yeah. They're three and one, but they yeah. need to kind of pull it together. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Then for the Saints, especially in this game, because the Saints were without Jameis, they were without Kamara. What do we really talk about? Latavius Murray actually. Um, was the better of the two backs between him and Mark Ingram. We're just getting two washed up running backs, but yeah. it's Latavius I, Murray with 57 and a touchdown. Yeah, Really the only thing that I can take away from this game, uh, even with Dalton, even with all of their, their issues going forward, uh, you know, and you said it earlier too, but Chris Olave continues to look very yep. impressive. I thought he looked really, really yep. good this game and it could have even been a bigger game, but four for 61 yep. and a touchdown. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah, hopefully people did get him I, what, a couple of weeks ago before or before week three. I told you to go trade for him. And hopefully you did because the price has gotten higher at yeah. this point. He's been the looking stats, pretty good. The stats did not lie. So Craig yep. laid that one out very nicely in a, in a short. So, yeah, I couldn't get it in our league. I actually looked for it in our main league, Jeff, and I realized John had him. I'm like, yeah. all right, I'm not going to give away all my players to get with Chris Olave because that's what it would have cost. But oh, yeah, right. they didn't know Michael Thomas in this one either. So it's really just Chris Olave looked good and. We'll see if Alvin Kamara is back next time. I mean, that's but basically where we're at with this one. So yep. jump over Browns, Falcons, Falcons win 23 to 20. Falcons are just interesting. Mariota seven for 19, 139 and a pick. You're never using Mariota, even though he can get, he could score on the ground for you. He only had three yards in this one. You're just not using Mariota ever for the rushing attack, man, this is just kind of ugly to be at. Not ugly as in the players were bad. It's ugly as in it's three. There's three players now. Cordell Patterson has looked really good for a couple of weeks, and then he's just not done much a couple other weeks. So he's had two big weeks, weeks one and three, and then two and four weren't as much. He got a touchdown here, but still only nine carries, 38 yards, as they decide to get not just Algier involved, who had 10 for 84. He actually looked solid with that 42-yard uh, run. But Caleb Huntley started playing a little bit and didn't look bad. 10 for 56 and a touchdown. This just often scares me, to be honest. There's just too much. There's too many too many, too many, many running backs, and it's not a great offense. 
Yeah, I'd be looking to, I mean, uh, pulling the panic button a little quicker than I, I think originally I was like, hey, Patterson will be good for six weeks. Then you look to trade him. I'd start looking now. Um, not He's been playing well. He, he looks good. His numbers are pretty decent. Yep. Uh, Falcons aren't as bad as they, they could be. They're two and two. If you can get good value for him, and a lot of people are hurting for running back, mm-hmm. I would be making that move 100%. now. Because, yeah, the second for, half, I think it's going to get really, really dicey for him. And he still had the touchdown today to make that something that people might, they might entice him. But he is not getting anything through the air this year. He has four receptions in four games. That is, there's nothing on in the passing game. So, I mean, there was nothing in this passing game for the Falcons anyway. Zacchaeus, no. two for 55. Um, Drake yeah. London, he, he's been showing promise, but it's only two for 17 because it just wasn't anything to go around. He did have seven targets, but there's just nothing. There was just absolutely nothing to go around in this. For the Browns, Brissett, 234, no touchdowns a pick. Again, you're not using him. So Nick Chubb, though, continues to just be what we thought he was. 19 carries, 118, and a touchdown. You know what? He only caught two balls for nine yards. I don't care. That was the argument against him, right? He doesn't yeah. catch anything. Sure. But you know what? He keeps he gets 100 yards of touchdown. I'm going to use Nick Chubb all day. And Kareem Hunt is there, right? Kareem Hunt's going to get yards. But you know what? Nick Chubb is better than Kareem Hunt. He just is. And the Browns know it. And there we go. And you know what? David Njoku, 5 for 73. He's actually had a couple decent games here. So in a row. I've actually... um I. You know, nine for 89 touchdown last week, five for 73. He's becoming I mean, a tight end landscape. He's usable. So, yeah. And and that's really, really interesting, too, because if Njoku is usable now, um, I really like the upside when we hit later in the year and he gets a mm-hmm. different quarterback as well. So yep. it, it really does. That's a very interesting play. And I, I know a lot of people are kind of talking him up, but I, I think it's early enough in the year where you could find, uh, you know, he could find his way on your roster still. And um, the Amari Cooper experience is still happening, just the same way it happened in Dallas. <laughs> he looked he, so good for a moment. Yeah, he like, does. Hey, this this is Amari Cooper for you. <laughs> Last week, seven for 101 at a touchdown. The week before, nine for 101 at a touchdown. But week one, he had three for 17, and this week, he has one for nine. So that's that's Amari Cooper for you right there. Just when you think, hey, he's starting to become, he's wide receiver two. He's looking pretty good. Oh, there you go. That's why we don't trust him. How about this guy's former team, the Cowboys win easy over the commanders, 25 to 10 commanders. Aren't good at this point at all. Um, Cooper rush does <laughs> Cooper rush is four and as a starter in his career. Now with last year, he won a game and then three and this year he throws for two twenty three, two touchdowns, you know, not, not bad. One touchdown to CD lamb. who was six for 97. The other touchdown to Michael Gallup, who returned in this one and probably finds his way into some people's waiver wire list for next week um, on the ground. It's kind of bad. <laughs> Zeke, nine for 49. Pollard, eight for six. Ugh. Ugly. Yeah, ugly. real ugly. And uh, Dalton Schultz came back from the, in this one and didn't catch a ball. So, again, this, there's not much offense that we've talked about so far yet in these shows. This is what today was, I feel like, in some of these games. We'll have offense in a minute, but this game didn't have much of it, and the commanders aren't going to give it to you. Wentz, 170, a touchdown and two picks. Man, he showed some promise those first two games, and then he's just doing nothing. Antonio Gibson is Antonio Gibson. This is why this guy is just not not it. I'm telling you, he's just not it. 13 carries, 49 yards. Brian Robinson might be coming back next week. So, which is mind blowing. <laughs> it is. And if he does, sorry, Antonio Gibson, we're gonna get we're gonna get to look at we'll see what Brian Robinson can do, and everyone's gonna be hoping he passes you up because he's yeah. <laughs> Gibson just doesn't do it. In this passing game, they can be they can be so terrible at times. So, you know what? They were good against the Lions, and come to find out, the Lions are the worst defense of all time. I think so. 
That's why yeah, they, which, they we're, scored. Yeah, we're about there. We'll highlight why. <laughs> yeah, uh, Dotson three for forty-three and touchdown. He's he's been a bright spot. Samuel four for thirty-eight. Terry McLaurin only two for fifteen. So that's a Terry McLaurin's kind of that too, isn't he? He can show some signs, some promise, and then he he does that for you, right? Yeah. Yep. So there we go. All right, here we go. Seahawks Lions. Seahawks win forty-eight to forty-five. So the Lions. <laughs> are the highest scoring team in the NFL, Jeff. The Lions are the highest scoring team in the NFL. They've also uh, given up the most points in the NFL. <laughs> I mean... This is so painful for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. So it's, Along with this, at least they're fun games to watch. True. And there's a lot of fantasy relevance here. So yeah. when... You know, when you think that, oh, St. Brown isn't going to be there and and Swift isn't going to be on the field, you're kind of wondering, what is it going to look like? Well, they still put up 45. Yeah. So (laughs) Gino for the Seahawks, Gino threw for 320 and two touchdowns. Touchdowns went to Disley and Noah Fant. On the ground, Rashad Penny, 17 carries, 151 yards and two touchdowns. He looked awesome. But again, this gets the Lions. Let's not get too excited. Walker is just getting into it a little bit. Eight for 29. DK Metcalf, seven for 149. That's what playing against a bad defense does for you. You look like yourself again. And lock at six for 91. So, you know, I don't say, honestly, this doesn't say much for the Seahawks for me. This is just such a bad team that do it against somebody for real. But the Lions offense here, Goff, 378 and four touchdowns. And with the way this defense is playing, he's going to have to keep throwing the ball. Yeah, he has got to be skyrocketing up people's boards. Like, I mean, truly, if he can do this without Swift and and Amon Rice Brown, yeah. His favorite target, and he can throw. And I realize Seahawks aren't anything special either. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, but True. every game, Goff has showed that he can be a capable fantasy output, mm-hmm. and yep. no one still is really in love with him. So he's got to be. I mean, three seventy eight and four touchdowns, yeah. and one hell of a stat line. Two of those touchdowns went to Hawkinson, who without St. Brown, without DJ Chark, he really stepped up finally. Eight for 179 in two touchdowns. That's the Hawkinson we've been waiting for. That That's a monster uh, output. And that mm-hmm. is the one that you were kind of talking about, like the, the capability of that guy. The question yeah, he is, it, does but... he go, like, how how relevant, like, how realistic is this week in, week out? Obviously not 179. Mm-hmm. That That's ridiculous. But does he, is he a 100-yard possibility every week, even with the guys coming back and, and possibly – you know, Williams coming off IR here soon. It's hard to say because they like, it seems like St. Brown is used in that role. Like we actually talked about in the preseason, like maybe St. Brown might go down because he only stepped up once Hawkinson was gone. And it looks like this year, just went back to St. Brown. That's who golf wanted to go to. Maybe it flips a little bit. I don't know if it flips, but um, Hawkinson just needs to be more involved. He showed it today. This guy's so talented. Get him involved. As well. I mean, I guess what, what, what are you saying? This is a high scoring offense in the league. They can do what they want. Right. But maybe I, I don't know. I feel, even that I'm like really enjoying it, but I feel like it's all going to come crashing down. At some like, point, right? I, I have such a hard time believing yeah. the offense. I do too. <laughs> yeah. And then I'll uh, say Josh Reynolds at seven for 81 and a touchdown and Jamal Williams, 19 for 108 and two touchdowns. I ranked him top 10 this week. And that's why if, if Swift ever got a chance to just be in this backfield, he'd be really awesome, but it's not going to, it's always going to be Swift and Williams. They're going to do well both times. Jamal Williams is going to have a good year. To be honest, he's getting touchdowns. He was already like the fifth back heading into this week. And man, didn't expect that this year. No, he, he like, honestly too. And it's even crazier because he's going to be playing second fiddle, but I mm-hmm. feel like he is going to play the Connor role of what Connor was for he's... Arizona last year. And that is going to be, he's going to suck up so many touchdowns from getting, yep. because if they keep scoring like this, 
He's going to have so many goal line carries. Once uh, Swift is back, he's still a flex option for sure. No doubt. All right, let's get back to some more other man. A lot of boring games in the NFL. If I'm being honest. <laughs> no, no. Titans, Colts. I mean, Titans, Colts. Like, come on. I mean, <laughs> I don't care. Twenty four seventeen. Sorry, Tannehill seventeen twenty one one thirty seven two touchdowns one thirty seven one thirty seven. What happened? What happened? Indianapolis. What happened? Oh man, they're, it's going to get even worse. It, it's that... going to get ugly real quick. So Tannehill, though, I mean Tannehill, I guess he just threw the just dumped it off all game. Um, Derrick Henry played very well. This, you know, more of Derrick Henry, like we, you know, come to expect in the past. Twenty-two carries, one hundred fourteen, and a touchdown. The touchdowns went to Robert Woods in some a cone. I don't know who that that guy is. A conquo. Yeah, his first name is. He's a tight end. He's a backup tight. He's a backup tight end who had one target before today. So let's not. We're not going to worry about that touchdown. Um, Traylon Burks was hurt in this one. It doesn't look like that's going to happen anyway. And it's just, I don't want the receivers in this, in this team. Derrick Henry is the only player I want from this team. And that's out of doubt. And for the Colts, uh, Matt Ryan, three fifty six, sure. Two touchdowns, but you know, he scored 17 points. Mo Alley Cox gets both of the touchdowns six for 85. Michael Pittman only three for 31 in this one. He's been playing pretty well. And then he just doesn't get anything here. Jonathan Taylor goes 20 carries. For 42 yards in this one. And then he leaves with what might be a high ankle sprain. If that's the case, going to be a few weeks. And I don't honestly know if I care who steps into his place, to be honest. This has been, John Taylor is awesome, but it's actually been, you know, last two weeks have been a struggle for him. He's had 41 carries and 113 yards the last two weeks. He's averaging under three yards a carry, I think. So is it going to be Heinz? Like what? I don't know. I don't know if I care. Next, the, to be honest, the thing that I would be looking and it's at Thursday here, night as well. Yeah, the thing that I'm going to be looking at here because if they don't have Jonathan Taylor to to lean on, I don't think it matters. Like you said, it'll probably be Heinz or whatever. Don't care. I think the person that benefits the most out of that is obviously everyone still loves Pittman, but I did like what I'm seeing out of Alec Pierce. Mo Alec Cox, that's an interesting one as well. But Al, Alec Pierce, four for eighty. He's kind of starting to get to that that long ball phase. And if they have to score more points, we all know that Matt Ryan likes to air it out. Um, yep. I, I think he is going to be the interesting one that you could actually get your hands on still. So Alec Pierce would would show up on kind of my my waiver wire board. Yeah, so um that, for the next few weeks. If if uh if Taylor's out, like what it looks like, they're gonna have to sign somebody at this point because um their depth chart currently was Taylor, Hines, and Dion Jackson at running back. <laughs> They need to sign somebody. So I don't know who's out there. Let's give Todd Gurley a chance. Does he want to play? Yeah, no kidding. uh, Man, I can't believe that guy never got another shot. Well, his knee must be shot. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. Giants, Bears. Man, what is up with the NFL? (laughs) The NFL is wild this year. Uh, Giants are going to three and one with a 20 to 12 win. Daniel Jones, eight for 13. (laughs) Daniel Jones, eight for 13, 71 yards. Um, he got hurt, and Tyrod Taylor comes in and goes one for three with eleven yards in the pick, and then Tyrod Taylor gets hurt, and they start running the wildcat to end this game. <laughs> and so, because of it, Saquon thirty-one carries, one hundred and forty-six yards. Saquon's playing awesome, only two for sixteen. But there's there's nothing in the passing game at all. You don't want to play a pass catcher on this team. Um, Kenny Galladay is stealing money from them. Um, you just don't get Saquon. You play Saquon, and I don't care about the rest of the team 
at all. No. Just don't even, don't even, I don't care. I, I don't care about their pass catchers. Sterling Shepard's out now. I'm not playing Darius Slate and I'm not playing Richie James. I'm not playing David Sills. So just in maybe when Kadarius Tony comes back, we'll see something, but probably not. Oh uh, yeah. I've lost faith in that one too. I love Tony, but that, that yeah. offense is not set up to help yeah. any pass. Talk about another disappointing, terrible offense. Um, the bears, Justin Fields, 11 for 22, 174. And I look at that as a good Justin Fields day. <laughs> That's, I mean, the guy's been bad. That's the most completions he's had all year. Do you know that? That's not a joke. I, I actually didn't know that. No. That is the most yards he's had, and that's the most completions he's had. In the first time he didn't throw a pick. I that can't, was, I feel, I, that I is a good Justin Fields. Yeah, is, I feel bad on this for year, him. these are Justin Fields' games. Eight for 17, 121, and a pick. Or two touchdowns and a pick. Seven for 11 for 70 yards and a pick. Eight for 17 and 106 and two picks. And then this 11 for 22, 174. But he fumbled. So, <laughs> Brutal. Yeah, I, yeah. Uh, Khalil Bryce Herbert. Pass. Yeah. 19 for 77. Solid. Okay. Day. Uh, Mooney caught a big pass. He finally is involved a little bit, but it's just, not, there's not enough. This passing game is so bad. Mooney's never going to, never going to matter at this point four for 94. So if you did play him, like you're, you're that desperate, which you might be some, some situations. Sure. You got it. Okay. Day. But again, I don't literally, we just went through this game and the only players I want are Saquon in the bears running back probably yeah whoever is yeah. in that slot yeah. at the moment and that's it <laughs> all right let's go to eagles that's a, that's that's just ugly football eagles um jaguars jaguars jumped out to a lead and then um eagles just kind of rolled from there and played really well they're just a really solid team this wasn't a good um passing day for hertz 16 to 25 204 no touchdowns and a pick fantasy wise there but he did rush for a touchdown and 38 yards so he keeps going but miles sanders what a day here 27 carries, 134, and two touchdowns from Miles Sanders. Then he catches two balls for 22 yards as well. So Sanders has been, you know, okay. Like last week wasn't great, but the weeks before that were 80 yards and 96 yards. So he's been solid, and the Eagles are a good team, and they're going to run the ball a lot. And they want there was no Boston Scott, I think, in this one either. So um, they're just giving Sanders a ball. So I, he's definitely running back to territory for the rest of the year at this point. It, I mean, at least for, for the time being, he is. He's definitely outperformed his draft rank and he's going to probably keep doing it. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, I would agree with you. I, I do think that this one has the, the kind of volatility in it. We've seen yes. Miles Sanders have flashes and yep. other people take it. And, you know, Jalen Hurts is obviously going to be the primary runner every once in a while. But I think you're absolutely right. I think he's finally living up to a little bit of the hype. We we heard about him like three years ago. I mean, so <laughs> true. AJ Brown, five for 95. Goddard, five for 72. Devontae Smith, three for 17. He just joins his list of players that look awesome some games and don't do much the, ne the next couple games. Like, so he's had last week, he was eight for 161 in a touchdown. The week before, he was seven for 80, pretty solid. But week one, he had no catches. And this one, he goes three for 17. So he has flashes, he has talent, but it's not going to be there every week. Jacksonville. All right. <laughs> Lawrence, 170, it was 11 for 23, 174, two touchdowns and a pick. Not great, right? But can the James Robinson people please get off my back and stop yelling at me that I'm ranking him too low every week? Because I'm not. If you looked at the advanced stats, I don't have him in front of me, but he isn't as good as you think he is. He had a couple big runs that have like boosted his numbers. The guy, kept, eight for 29. He's just not that guy. I'm sorry. I don't care. I'm going to be a James Robinson hater for the rest of my life, man. I'm just and it, the 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 James Robinson fans are causing me to do this. <laughs> Everyone gets so upset with me every time that I rank J James Robinson lower than they want. 
it, it he gets the biggest um reaction i think like out of every any player it's crazy to me cordero patterson gets some of that but it's like james robinson almost all the time it's it's kind of crazy i wrote I, I put him at 20th this week and someone's like j rob at 20 like what did you do somebody else wrote patterson at 15 is a joke yeah he should have been 30th like <laughs> come on people it's it's um another one oh, yeah I'm taking James Robinson over a lot of these running backs. Okay. Good luck. Yeah. Good luck. Especially, you know, you're playing Philly as well, which is even another thing. But I, yeah, he's, we'll fine. he's fine. Well, yeah, he's fine. He's fine. He's fine. He's going to have some good weeks, right? But and, he's and, not this this sure thing. Plug him into the lineup, running back two, and he's always going to perform for you. No one's really that right now. It's not James Robinson for sure. Then ETN is they're gonna he's gonna be involved. Eight for thirty two. I'm not saying ETN's looking great either. That's not, it's not, not this isn't, this isn't, an, he is not, yeah, no. this isn't a, this isn't a ETN thing. This is no. just, I, I just but, don't, I'm not a big James Robinson fan. Yes. But they both had eight carries today, you yeah. know, in, in a, in a close matchup, if you will. And, and they weren't really passing the ball well either. So it, it doesn't bode well when they play good teams, but yep. Jacksonville is, they're kind of out punting their coverage at the moment. They're, they're yeah. playing better than we would have expected to. So, yep. um, I don't know. I don't think you learn a whole lot from Jacksonville on this one. I think Eagles, they, you know, I don't know. This this game is another one where I kind of look at it and I'm, Philly did what they needed to do to win, but yep. I do think this uh, outside the norm. Yep, Kirk, two for 60. He's been better. He's been he's pretty solid, but there wasn't much in this one. Agnew, four for 50 and two touchdowns. There's That's interesting. How about Jets Steelers? Jets get a win here. Another come from behind last second win here. 24 to 20. Zach Wilson comes back. Not much here for him, really, but I'm still interested in Zach Wilson to be honest. Like not as a fantasy prospect. I'm just I'm curious if he can get better. So he goes 18 yeah. for 36, 252, a touchdown, two picks. Um, he caught a touchdown, actually, too, from from Braxton Berrios. The one thing I the, the thing I like about this game, taken away from this game, is Brees Hall has taken that job, I believe, at this point. 17 carries, 66 yards, and a touchdown. Two catches for 12 yards. He had six, or he had, um, yeah, six targets again. He's getting a lot of targets as well. And Michael Carter was nine for 15. So Brees Hall is starting to take his backfield over, and I think he's going to continue to. And that's he, he's not setting the world on fire with it, but he's the he's clearly becoming the guy. I would say. Um, Garrett Wilson, I wish he would have stepped up more in this one. Only two for 41. Corey Davis was five for 74, a touchdown. Elijah Moore, three for 53. And I like, I think Garrett Wilson's the most talented of the receivers in this group, but there's a lot of them. There's a lot of decent ones. Corey Davis is a good player. Elijah Moore is a good player. It's, it's going to be, you're going to have weeks where in Braxton Berrios, I think is a good player, to be honest. There's a lot of weeks where there's a lot of guys that can throw the ball, but I don't know something about the jets. I'm actually like slightly interested in, uh, I just, I'm going to see if they can grow and get better. I'm yeah. not saying they're there. I just, I'm curious if they can get better. They're a young team and they There's do a lot, have a of, lot of really good pieces. And yeah. I think you're absolutely right. Like Zach Wilson this year, no. But I still yeah. I still believe that he has a capability in years to come to be a viable QB in the NFL. And yep. if he has all of this help around him, he has arm talent. He has a lot of things mm-hmm. going his way. So um, I think that Jets actually could be. There, there is a lot of people here that I am still watching to see who is worthwhile, like as I'm streaming yep. or who to pick up, who's going to be the guy because everyone's battling it out at the moment. So that, that is a fun team, actually. Go figure. <laughs> right. Steelers. So in this one, uh, Kenny Pickett comes in and plays the second half here after there wasn't doing much. He's 10 for 13, 
no touchdowns, three picks, which I think is actually a little uh, deceiving, to be honest. Um, couple, one of them was a bomb he threw, and actually, I think it was on the hands of Claypool and ended up being tipped and picked. Another one was tipped and picked. I can't remember what the third one was at this point, but those were his only three incompletions were the three picks. Yeah, he throws but, a very catchable ball. <laughs> it's interesting. But I don't know if he's going to be the starter next week, but there's some promise, I think, with him yet. Harris, uh, so Najee, 18 carries, 74 yards. I mean, he's he's skin. He's a volume guy. That's what he is. The difference is this year, the big this is the difference in Najee. He's not getting all those catches. That's that's the biggest difference. He's not getting as many catches. So he he had he had 10 coming into the day, but nothing today. He's getting double digit carries though every time, but his yards per carry, this was his best yards per carry day at 4.1. So you just need him to get touchdowns, but I don't think this offense is good enough for that. And that's that's the kind of the problem there. But uh, another rookie, rookie George Pickens, though, six for 102. His first, you know, solid day like that. He showed some flashes last week when he had seven targets. Maybe, maybe but they get Buffalo next week, um, and then Tampa, and then Miami, and then Philadelphia. So the next four games are really tough. That's a that's a tough stretch for the Steelers. You don't want to use many of them. Buffalo, Tampa, Miami, Eagles, and then you get a bye. That's and then rough. you come back with the Saints in the in the Bengals. So that's not as hard after that, but it's not it's not easy. And then, man, uh, it's a tough schedule coming up. But Pickens is interesting. Not going to plug him in your lineup, but he should not be on your bench. He should be on 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 the bench. He shouldn't be on the waivers anymore. Fryermuth seven for eighty five. So you know what tight end? He's he's a back end tight end one, but he's basically there. He's around that 10, 11, 12 range, and sometimes that's as good as you can get. Deontay Johnson two for eleven. Uh, not a no touchdowns yet on the year for Deontay Johnson either. They, I mean, I think that's why they, you know, they're they're trying out the other option at quarterback because their passing offense is just non-existent before with Trubisky. Even if you're throwing picks, at least you're 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 you know you're giving it a, a chance because before that it was all Najee and and defense. So yep. we'll see. How about Bills Ravens? Bills win this one twenty three to twenty. They were down twenty to three at one point. Ravens. Lamar threw a pick in the end zone on, you know, on a third and goal. They, or no, it was fourth and goal. It was fourth and goal. They threw a pick in the end zone. The problem is it was 20 to 20 and it's fourth and goal. And it's like four minutes left in the game. Just get the points and go ahead. I didn't understand it. And they lose by three. So Bills, Josh Allen, 213, touchdown a pick. Not the big, not the greatest uh, Josh Allen passing day, but hey, 70 yards and a touchdown on the ground. And that's why that's why he's maybe the best in fantasy right now. And I know Patrick Mahomes tonight is trying to take that spot away from him. Devin Singletary, 11 for 49. Diggs, kind of an off day, four for 62. Singletary also caught four for 47. Dawson knocked three for 40. And Isaiah McKenzie gets himself the touchdown. Isaiah McKenzie's had a couple weeks here. Um, he's had three touchdowns in four days, in four games now. He's not really done. It's not like big days, but... He's gotten three touchdowns and then Gabe Davis. He showed those flashes again early in the year. Right. But only one for 13. A lot, a lot of miles to feed here. So it'll be up and down for the secondary guys, but I I do have to appreciate what someone like Stefan Diggs, Allen, and I'll say this, the one that surprised me, surprised me the most, which we've been burned at many of times. Singletary is actually playable. He's usable. He's actually a good running back to have this year. If, especially if he's catching right those now. balls. Yep. Yeah, they're actually using him uh, yep. a little bit more than we thought. So that that is a, a pleasant surprise. 
All right, for the Ravens, Lamar had and not, a, not a great passing day, uh, 144 yards, a touchdown, and uh, been two picks. But he had 73 on the ground. J.K. Dobbins is starting to get a little more work now in his second game. 13 for 41 and a touchdown. He also caught a touchdown, 4 for 22. So it was a good fantasy day with those two touchdowns. So we'll see him starting to hopefully keep going a little more. It'd be nice I, to see. I, yeah, I'd. I benched him in one of my leagues because I was kind of like, hey, like the first game, you know, they put him on a pitch count, if you will. Yep. This game, I thought it was going to be the same. I didn't know that he was, you know, in that small yeah. role, he was going to get into the end zone twice, but they're using him. He's looking healthy. I think mm-hmm. that role is going to expand quickly. I think I would, I, I think will so start using him very, for very sure. Duvernay, four for 51. Bateman, only three for 17. Andrews, only two for 15. Disappointments there. So we have four more games. We're going to run through these. We only got about eight, nine minutes left to go here. So let's knock these out. Chargers, Texans. Chargers win 34-24. This was the Austin Eckler show today. Finally came up and started playing a little bit. He had disappointing start to the year. But in this one, he gets 109 total yards and three touchdowns. And that's just what he can do when he gets you know the opportunity. He had been struggling, but there we go. Big Austin Eckler day. Mike Williams, that, this is the, you never know what you're going to get. And this is the seven for 120 again. We'll see what happens when a Keaton Allen's there, but it doesn't really matter. Mike Williams is going to have these days and he's going to have days where he doesn't do anything. So you just never know which one it's going to be. And solid day for Herbert, 340, two touchdowns. Chargers are a good team. They actually struggled a bit in this one to, to win this one though, against the Texans. Texans are str- not good, but they're not as big of a pushover as we might've thought they were going to be, you know, at least in game wise, but not a lot of fantasy options that I want here, except for Damian Pierce. You know, he's usable running back. 14 carries, 131 yards, a touchdown. He had a 75 yarder that really <laughs> boosts his numbers. But you know what? Say. He's the only running back getting carries. So he's a usable fantasy running back at this point. And then Davis Mills, 246, two touchdowns, two picks, touchdowns with the Brandon Cooks and Rex Burkhead. So there we go. How about Cardinals Panthers? This game was full of excitement. <laughs> Just not. I uh, didn't, didn't enjoy this one, to be honest. The Cardinals offense, I feel like it should be so much better. And it's just not. They should. And they always wait until like the last quarter in order to yeah. turn it on when it's like, man, quicker, Kyler, quicker. Yeah. And and uh, they've still been working for me. I had him. I have Marquez Brown. Yeah. Um. So it should yeah, be better, I did, but I did fine. But you, I was sweating it out until mm-hmm. the, you know, the very, very end. Yep. Murray, 207, two touchdowns. He ran one in. So it ends up being a solid fantasy day. James Conner, 15 carries, 55 yards. Again, I don't think he's that great, and he's not really doing much with it. Marquise Brown, 6 for 88 in the touchdown, and Ertz, 6 for 47 and a touchdown. For the Panthers, Baker Mayfield's not really doing much. 197 touchdown, two picks. The touchdown, though, went to McCaffrey, who didn't do much on the ground, 8 for 27, but 9 for 81 in the receiving game. And there you go. Ends up a pretty solid day with you know over 100 yards, 109 total yards, and a touchdown. So ends up being a decent day. DJ Moore, 6 for 50. It's just going to be a struggle this year in this with this team for for dj Moore, yeah i feel bad for him like you know, we joked yep. about him catching four touchdowns is gonna be yeah. you know that same thing i, 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 I think it's really about the yeah, same i think it is a little i thought he's gonna be better but i thought i guess i thought too much of baker yeah packers winning overtime over the patriots 27 24 rogers 251 two touchdowns and a pick probably should have been three but romeo dubs dropped couldn't couldn't bring it all the way in when he hit the ground in the end zone uh, Alan Lazard, six for 116. So maybe he's, we'll see if this continues. Dubs for five for 47 and a touchdown could have been a really big day. That was a long touchdown he dropped. Robert Tunyon gets himself a touchdown on the ground. Jones and Dylan keep this split going. It's going to be all year like this. But Jones has been the better back of the two this year. 
He's 16 for 110 and Dylan 17 for 73, but they're both going to get carries. Christian Watson, though, got a rushing touchdown. So, hey, like to see more Christian Watson. And I would pa- too. <laughs> Patriots, uh, they started Brian Hoyer because of the Mac Jones injury, and he leaves with, I believe, a concussion. So Bailey Zap, Zape, what I don't even say his name. I didn't watch, <laughs> I didn't see much of him. I was watching the, every time I watched it was the Packers at the ball, I felt like. It, but he was 10 of 15, 99 and a touchdown. So, okay. He, he did get the touchdown, though, and they were clearly delay game. It was a clear delay game. And they get the touchdown to Parker, who goes two for 24. On the ground, both backs are good. Damian Harris, 18 for 86 and a touchdown. Stevenson, 14 for 66. You know, this is what, I feel like what they're going to do. Yeah, I feel like watching this, these teams married each other so well. Besides yeah. for Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers, so they end up getting the – but very good defenses. The running mm-hmm. game is strong. No one knows who to throw it to yet. <laughs> so the, the the difference, I think, between these two backs for the Patriots is I believe Harris is still the guy who's going to get the ball the majority of the time in the red zone, right? That's what it feels like. And then Stevenson's the third down back. That's basically how it seems to be. They First and second down when they're going through, driving, it could be either one of them. I think when they get closer to the end zone, it's going to be Harris, and then Stevenson's going to be the guy in third down. And that seems to be how the breakdown is happening. So Harris probably has more touchdown potential this whole year, but they're good backs. They just really need to they need to use that and just keep running the ball. So and they they you know that's what they got to do. And they they lost this one, but to play at Lambeau with your third string quarterback rookie sixth rounder, it's not bad. Yeah, they. They actually looked pretty good. I gotta give them a lot of credit. It was actually kind of an entertaining game, even though it was it was a little of a grind. Yeah, it at, was at times. But... I saw most of the end of it, and it was it was a decent ending, decent game. Like Packers just don't have receivers really yet. There's some. They're just not. They're just not that. They're just. They're, they're experienced. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and I, I really do think that they're they're heading towards. I think by the second half of the year, I think that will change a lot. Dubs has really shown a lot. Yep. If he can take one more step, he's going to be great. Lazard seems like he's going to be the guy that you can count on for a, you know, a certain amount of yards. Mm-hmm. And then Christian Watson looks right now to be the wild card where they yep. want to get him involved. They ran with him. They, you know, they're giving him a different type of role. And if he, if he kind of catches fire, um, you could have some really interesting wide receivers to play with the second half of the year. And then final game for us, Raiders, Broncos. Raiders win 32-23. Broncos better offensively, but they just still can't get the win. Raiders get their first win of the year. Carr went through for 188, no touchdowns, no picks. Devontae Adams was 9 for 101. So they got him involved in this one. It was all Josh Jacobs, though. Didn't really see that one coming, but great day for him. 28 carries, 144 yards, and two touchdowns. Again, another guy we might have uh, undervalued a little bit if he's going to play like that. You're going to get yeah. that many carries. And he also had five catches off six yeah. targets for 31. So if you're a PPR, it's even more. But yeah. Uh, really solid day. Yeah. I don't know what to say about we'll him. See if, yeah. It was solid. See if he can, he's definitely in your lineups and we'll see if he can keep playing like that. Um, yeah. For the Broncos, Wilson threw for 237, two touchdowns. It was better oh, thank there. Thank the Lord. <laughs> and, <laughs> thank and the to, Lord. And they went to Judy and Sutton, who basically had identical stat lines. Judy four for 53 and a touchdown. Sutton five for 52 and a touchdown. And Hamler actually out gets more yards than him with his one catch for 55. Cool. But the ground game, this is, this is the bad story here. Melvin Gordon, he, like his first carry basically of the game, he fumbles it and he was out for most of the game. I think he did come back. I believe he, um, yeah, he, uh, yeah, or I did believe- he? Yeah, I'm not sure if he came back. Yeah, I thought he came back when Javante because Javante went down for a second. It was mainly, yeah, Javante could have a bad knee injury. We don't know. Last I heard, could be a serious knee injury. No one, it's not 
could, might not be good. Um, we'll find out. Yeah, it says Williams is believed to have suffered a serious knee injury. So doesn't sound good when you see when you hear that. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah. So Mike Boone, he comes in. He's three for twenty. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. Melvin Gordon might have to might take a step up. Mike Boone probably becomes involved. Um, not good though for uh, Javante Williams. You know. And doesn't sound, I mean, if we're going to guess, it's probably ACL. I don't know that for sure. But when you hear serious knee injury, it's usually what it is. No, it's not. And this yep. year is not the one you want to do it for as well. He just never yep. really got going. It, it is not yep. a, a good place to end. So I, yep. I hope that is not what we think it is. Yep. But all right. They'll do it week four of the NFL season. We'll be back next time. We'll get a quick little waiver show out for you guys um next day or two if probably on youtube so if you're listening to the podcast go to go to youtube.com slash fancy football profit check it out we'll have some quick waivers not a lot out there so we're not gonna make a whole thing out of it but check it out we'll have some picks for you but that'll do it talk to you guys next time